are so glad that you have decided to join us today for the Bridge for Peace Healing to the Nations podcast with Annette Eckhart. On this weekly podcast, which comes out every Wednesday, Annette interviews a member of the Bridge for Peace family. If you would like to learn more about our ministry or help us by becoming a financial partner, visit our website at bridgeforpeace.org. We hope you enjoy the interview and that you are inspired to walk closer to Jesus. Here is Annette. Welcome to the Bridge for Peace program. I'm Annette Eckhart here for Bridge for Peace from our New York studio. And I'm so happy that you have tuned in today because you are going to really be blessed. I have with us today in the studio, all the way from Zambia, Pastor Luwuto Nsofo. Welcome, Pastor. Thank you very much. <laughs> Glad to be here. It's such a blessing to have you. Wonderful to yeah. be here. And so many experiences that you've had with the Lord, mm -hmm. so many nations that you've gone in the name of Jesus Christ, bringing the word of God. Amen. So just tell us one experience that you've had as you've gone across the world to glorify God that's really always stayed in your mind. Well, one of the most outstanding, I could say quite a good number, but just recently, about two months ago, two weeks, uh, maybe a month and a half ago, I received a professor in our church who came to visit, and I had um, been with him 13 years ago previously. And uh, he brought a child named Lubuto. Oh. And I was asking, why well, is this? Uh, <clears throat> you remember that I came to your church. The, the first time he had lost four children oh. with That's very it. complicated uh, births. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and each birth was more complex as the, I mean, children with missing limbs, oh, children with uh, com twisted arms or something. Oh. So the hospitals thought they would never have children. Mm. So when he came into my town, I said, well, you've got, come to a new town, you've come to new faith, you've come to a new congregation. So do you want children? He says, of course I want children. I would love to have children. So my wife and I decided to pray for him and his wife. Of course, got pregnant mm -hmm. eight months, uh, one month before delivery, she goes missing. She just oh. ran away from home. Mm. Um, being traumatized the yes. previous, she didn't want to face this mm. reality. Sure. Of course, her husband called me. Frank Tick didn't know where the wife was and just oh. ran away from home. She fortunately called me. And then I said, where are you? Everybody's looking for She says, I'm afraid the hospital wants me. They want me to go for observation, but I can't go back. I don't want to see that. I said, well, listen. Her name is Lenny. She doesn't mind me mentioning her name. She's, I said, look, whichever way that baby is coming out, you know that, whether you hide or not hide. Mm. So she said, what do you want me to do, Pastor? I said, go to the hospital. What do you want from the hospital? She says, I want a baby. I said, go and get your baby. Mm. So she went and thank God within a few weeks later, she had a baby, healthy baby boy. Beautiful. They called the father. The father was all confused. He called me. He says, I'm heading the wrong direction. I forgot where the hospital was. Oh, <laughs> so much joy. Uh, got to the hospital. The hospital says, we can't have your wife having another pregnancy. So we're going to make sure that she doesn't have. 
and they called me. I said, why are you calling me? The authority is now in your hands. You've seen what God has done. Yeah. He says, well, I'd like to have another baby, but this is what they're saying. I said, you tell them what you feel. Mm. What is God doing in your life? He says, he's given me a brand new baby. I said, surely goodness and mercy and babies shall follow you all the days Aww. of your life. So um, he stopped the, the hospital from uh, terminating her ability to have children. Mm. Few years later, they have another baby. Oh. And the baby this time, all these five babies were born um, through cesarean sections mm. and all these different procedures. But this one was born normally. My goodness. And that's how they named him Lubuto oh, after me. Oh, how beautiful. So it's, it, I, 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 I asked them to actually uh, testify of this because, uh, and they allowed me to speak about it because I said so many marriages out there, so many women, so many children want to have their own mothers, they want to have their own children, they want to have their own babies, but yes. the complications, yes. the good thing is that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above what we uh, ask or think. Amazing, yes. And today they have two wonderful healthy children uh, the first one, when he was born, it's amazing how they tried to count how many digits the child has. Mm. I don't know how many times the doctor counted just yes. to make sure. Yes. But uh, that's one well, interesting thanks one. thanks be to God. That's beautiful. Amen. You know, we've been talking also in our prayer meetings in Bridge for Peace mm -hmm. about uh, unbelief. You know how even in Jesus' day, there were people who saw the miracles, but they still didn't believe. They yes. hardened their hearts, mm. talking about unbelief as a weapon of the enemy against us. Right. And then secondly, talking about forgetfulness mm. as a weapon of the enemy. Right, right. You know, so God does things, but we don't remember what he does. Yes. You know, we forget what he's, mm. what he's done. And then mm. we face something new. It's like we've never faced it before because yes. we forget mm. that we faced it before with mm. the Lord and the miracles that he then performed on our behalf. Mm -hmm. So I love the idea that they named the child after you, <laughs> yes. in remembrance of who was the one who prayed, who was the one who encouraged, because without your encouragement, that child never would have been born. Yes. It would have seen to it that she couldn't have another child, mm -hmm. but that they remembered that event. They made it a memorial by yes. giving that child that name. And yeah. I just love that faithfulness. Mm -hmm. Even as you shared that she had gone through so much trauma mm -hmm. that it was as though she couldn't face it again. Mm -hmm. But there you were to encourage her, not just with a word, but a supernatural word, mm -hmm. a word with the power mm -hmm. of the Holy Spirit that changed the situation. Yes. I'm sure that that's characteristic of your life. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, uh, I, be I believe that <clears throat> God who promised us can fulfill his word. You know, we are scared, we think it won't happen, but God's word is set in stone. His word, the Bible says his word is forever established. Yeah. It will not return void, it will come out of his mouth and fulfill the purpose and object for which it has been destined. If God says you are healed, you are healed. Mm -hmm. That word shall not return back to God. That word cannot be 
thrown back and say, God, this doesn't work. Right. It will work as long as we believe. And that's what I was telling her. She was afraid. I said, that baby is not going back. Mm-hmm. He's coming out. And yes. what did you want? I asked her that. She said, baby. I said, yes. the baby is coming. Yes. Go to the hospital. We don't need to be afraid of the hospitals. They, they're just there to facilitate right. what God is about to do. Yes. And I like how you said set in stone mm-hmm. because today we live in a throwaway society. Mm-hmm. Yes. A temporary society, <clears throat> a society, mm-hmm. a relative society. Right. And yet you're reminding us of the steadfastness. That, yes. That even though everything changes, his word will not change. No, it will not change. I think that's very difficult for mm-hmm. many people who live in such a transient situation. You know, in America, people move every seven years as an average, some (laughs) sooner than that. You know, everything is transient. Everything Mm -hmm. is changeable. Mm -hmm. A new set of people in school, new set of people at work, a new, Mm -hmm. you know, and families live so far away from one another. Mm -hmm. Characteristically, there's some exceptions, but overall, they live far from each other. And yet you're reminding us today of the steadfastness of God, the stability yes. Yes. that even if we are moving in transient, there's stability to be found in God. Mm-hmm. You must have found that stability because you do move around from nation to nation so often. Talk to us about that. Well, one of the things that you've got to bear in mind is that though the seasons may change, though the years may change, Though friends may come and go, modes of transportation, all kinds of things. I like one evangelist um, uh, who, who says, kings will come, kings will go. People will come, people will go. But there are certain basics uh, that don't change. Let me give you a parallel, which Good. I like the parallel that uh, Maurice yes used to preach and say, all truth is parallel. And the parallel that I would give is that no matter where I go, I still need water. Mm. No matter where I live or where I go, where you move to, you still need water. No matter where you go, you still need air. Yes. It's the same substance, air. No matter where you dip yourself or emerge from, your temperature must be the same. Mm. And for us, in parallel, no matter where we go, the word, the water of the word must be the same, no matter where we go. And in fact, the Bible actually tells the disciples, Jesus tells the disciples, say, you are clean because of the word that I have spoken. Water cleanses us. Water purifies, purges. When we drink, we are actually purging ourselves of toxin. We can easily kill ourselves by not drinking water. Yes. Because we have poisoned ourselves. In other words, if we do not take in the word of truth, we poison ourselves Mm. because people tell us all kinds of things. Do this, then you'll become that. Do this, travel to this place, then there will be peace. Uh, change your house and then you'll feel much better. It's the word of truth that purges us and makes us well. It's actually healing 
the word of God heals. It brings restoration. Just like the body needs water, the soul needs water of the word. Just like we cleanse our hands and our bodies with clean water, the soul needs fresh water of the word. We don't change that. You cannot change it. And that is one key thing that most people should realize. Don't change the water. Don't change um, the word of God because that is uh, a no-no. We can't, wherever we go, we need it. Yes. You know, when you were sharing that about the word brings healing, mm-hmm. I've thought about the times when we've experienced it, and I know you've experienced it as well, when you would be preaching the gospel mm-hmm. and someone is there who needs healing. Yes. And perhaps even as you know, for Bridge for Peace, we would probably be conducting a healing service. Mm -hmm. But after the word is preached, people would put up their hands that they were healed just hearing the word. Yes. You know, no one laying hands on them, just hearing the word. Yes. I know you've had many experiences of that in your lifetime. Well, I I was invited to speak at, I wasn't actually invited. They told me about the church that didn't believe in demons and uh, healing and miracles. They said that is past, that is gone, it's no longer with us. And in fact, they said demons are more experienced in Africa rather than here, so <laughs> I laughed it off. Then they made the mistake by saying, can you come and speak at our church? Mm. And I gladly went. The good thing is that as I spoke without me laying hands on anyone. The power of God came upon the, I think over a hundred people had responded to the altar call and they were just being filled in the Holy Spirit. Mm. Some were being delivered from the powers of darkness. There was just a change. And now the same pastor who was saying, these demons, he was the one saying, I think that those were definitely demons. Those were, because the word of God brings healing. Yes. Before you even touch someone, yes. it brings healing. I mean, uh, I, there's a song that I hear musicians sing, saying, uh, um, Jesus, Jesus, like the, like, like the smell after the rain, yes, that, that yes. atmosphere. It's the same thing with the word of God. That atmosphere brings healing. It yes. brings rest. Yes. It brings calmness to the nerves. Exactly. It's, the, it's the mist in the air and it's the presence of God in the air that brings peace and starts to bring healing yes. in the body or even within the soul itself. Yes. You know, when you're talking about atmospheres, I'm thinking about people who maybe they love the Lord, but in their home, they may be the only one. And the atmosphere of the home and how difficult that might be. Mm -hmm. We hear people giving up. Right. But yet what I'm listening as I'm listening to you, Pastor, that their prayer would actually change the atmosphere. Yes. (laughs) I like... uh, Uh, One evangelist, Reinhard Bonke, he says, I like the way he used to say it. He says, don't strike when the iron is hot. Strike until the iron is hot. Mm. You know, sometimes we wait for other things to happen for us to benefit. But actually, we can create the atmosphere for the benefit. Yes. We, each person, 
There is such a presence in each person in, in your presence. Have you ever noticed that if somebody comes into a room without them speaking, just their presence speaks volume? True. People are frightened. I, I, I like I saw a picture of a lion uh, coming into an area where the dog was. And immediately the dog saw the lion. He was, <laughs> I mean, the lion was not doing any harm, right. but their mm. presence. Right. We have the lion of the tribe of Judah. Amen. When you enter an area, sometimes the atmosphere you bring, you have no idea. Some of the people actually love you or when you come in, they're waiting for your instruction. You are probably thinking I'm insignificant, nobody cares for me. But actually the presence of God in you fills the whole room. Right. Terrific. So just I'm just thinking about those people who may feel they're alone, mm -hmm. you know, in their family or even in their community, that they're they're alone. And the words that you've been sharing, the the power of God, the presence of God, the indwelling of mm -hmm. the Lion of Judah, yes. the steadfastness of God, that mm -hmm. he's not going anywhere, it's written in stone, mm -hmm. and how encouraging that could be for someone today who's wavering, if I'll use that word, wavering, uncertain, is it worth it to follow Jesus? Yes, it is. I would encourage you, sometimes you need to just go amongst fellow believers if you find a fellowship, a meeting place, or a little Bible study. It doesn't need to be a very sophisticated theologian presence and stuff like that. Just fellowship itself. Mm -hmm. The Bible says, behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And that's where the Lord commands the blessing. The blessing could be anything from his presence, from gifting, from interventions, from all kinds of answered prayer. It's part of the blessing package. Yeah. So fellowship, just where two or three are gathered, he's there in the, in the midst of them. Yes, and with the word of God in their hands. Yes, yes, and interacting word. with the word and yes. throwing scripture to one another. Yes. That just inspires and brings refreshing yes. to a person. Yes, and stamina, perseverance, which you are an example of. So I'm just wondering, Pastor, we just have a couple of minutes left. Would you pray for someone today, you know, who might be listening, who might say, well, I'd like to know the steadfastness of God. I'm not too sure. You know, maybe there's a lot of opposition. Would you pray for them today? Yes, let's pray. Father, I pray for whoever is out there. You are listening to me. You are wondering how can I get out of this situation my Father, I am praying that open a new chapter and open a new opportunity. Open a direction that they ought to go. Let them see more clearly. Let them hear more audibly. Let them, oh God, feel your presence in whatever circumstance they are in, no matter how frightening, how discouraging it is. I speak a warmth of your presence, the warmth of the Holy Spirit's presence a direction, a new breeze, a new fresh wind. Lord, in the name of Jesus, loose them to see your provision and your love for them. Give them, oh God, a new dream tonight, new dream in the nighttime when they lay their heads to rest. New dream, oh God, and new friends coming from different directions. I thank you and I praise you because you answer prayer. I give you all the glory in Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name. Thank you so much, Pastor. 
you know, I hope that you're taking to heart what you're hearing from Pastor. He's come all the way from Zambia to be with us today. You know, God's arrangement. <laughs> Amen. And you're listening today. This is a divine appointment for you that you hear that nothing is too difficult that under the word of God, as you hear the word of God, you can be healed right now as you've been listening to pastor, just receive your healing, receive what it is that you need today mm -hmm. and join us again. Once again, I'm Annette Eckhart here today with pastor Lubuto from Zambia. And we pray that God will richly bless you. We hope you have enjoyed this inspiring episode of the Bridge for Peace Healing to the Nations podcast with Annette Eckhart. If you would like to learn more about the ministries of Bridge for Peace or help us continue publishing these podcasts by becoming a financial partner, please go to our website, bridgeforpeace.org. If you desire to learn more about praying for healing and understanding all that the grace of God provides for you through the shed blood and resurrection of Jesus Christ, check out our Foundation eCourses on our website. Also, if you have any questions, need prayer, or have a story to share, email us at info at bridgeforpeace.org. Please join us every Wednesday for more inspiring interviews with Annette. This is Scott Silverberg for Bridge for Peace founders Ed and Annette Eckert wishing you a blessed day and hoping that you would allow Jesus to become your bridge for peace. Mm -hmm.